wonderful stuff. Katrina and the waves love shine a light playing here at GTFM. 23 minutes past three on a Tuesday afternoon. Now, of course, a worldwide hit in 1985 with Walking on Sunshine, which was played over 2.5 million times on US radio. And from there, Katrina and the waves were nominated for a Grammy for Best New Artist and in 1997 won the Eurovision Song Contest with the largest ever margin. Katrina herself had a daily show on BBC Radio 2 and has also written several books. Now, at the moment in Katrina's life, she currently has an album out, Hearts, Loves and Babies. And on the 25th anniversary of Katrina's uh, Eurovision winning song, Love Shine a Light, she's got a brand new single out. It's a very good afternoon to Katrina. Good afternoon, Katrina. Hello, Jonathan. Wow, what <laughs> that was quite the introduction. Thank you very much. You're very welcome indeed, Katrina. Can I ask, uh, first and foremost, uh, that uh, the 25th anniversary, are things as vivid in your memory today as the actual winning of the Eurovision? Yes, you just played the song and it all came back to me. And it always amazes me how it always sounds better when I hear it than I thought it was. And I know it was pretty good on the night as well because we had a 24-piece orchestra and we had you know all guns blazing for goodness sake with backup singers and and everything else so it was uh the the i think the energy was there most certainly it was so nice to have the live orchestra as well but yes it all comes flooding back it doesn't seem like 25 years ago no absolutely and so that's slightly horrifying that 25 years could go like mm, that, mm. snapping her fingers. And can I ask you, Trina, I mean, as, as far as nerves go in, when you're working in the music industry, have they ever been an issue or have they been a, like a positive to use? How, how have you dealt with um, sort of uh, performing in front of mil- literally millions of people? Well, thanks for asking, Jonathan. The last two years have really shot my confidence down to the ground. And now to do just about anything makes me extremely anxious and i think it's just because it's very it's very difficult when you get out of practice doing something like even going down to the shops or you know of course going to do a show i have anxiety about it for days beforehand and it's 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 within moments that i'm back up on the stage that i remember that this is what i do and this is how you do it and I don't have to try that hard to do it. It comes naturally because I'm 62 and I've done it since I was 16 years old. But, you know, it's uh, having to then sit down and get creative, write an album. And uh, part of my thinking behind writing the song, my new single, Holiday, was that I wanted something that was going to break the ice with people and that I would be able to get out and perform or I could hear it on the radio and it would make me happy and relaxed, give the audience something to sing along to, because I didn't want to come back with anything kind of serious or dreary or ballady. So, mm. well, I mean, we'll have to see how that worked. I played it last weekend, the first gig that I'd done um, in the UK this year, and that was nerve-wracking, but it all went really, really well. Good. People were singing the single like they have known it all their lives, so... That was a positive thing. I would imagine uh, across the across the decades there, Katrina, you've got a, a loyal band of followers that have stuck with you and remain with you to this day. So that that must be, um, as you were saying, during the two the two years when we've had the, the lockdown and the trouble with COVID, that must have been a, a reassuring thought to know that you have such a, a, a dedicated and loyal fan base. Yeah, I think it's all about that the music is very positive and that people are very grateful to hear it. And then when they they do hear it and it brings them joy and they can dance 
and they can they can break out of this limbo that we've all been in for so long. They are they are grateful for that. And I think if people know they're coming to see your show and it's going to have your walking on sunshines, your love shine the lights, mm. or your holiday, then they're gonna feel pretty pretty good about it. I mean we have in Katrina and the Waves had other songs like Sun Street that also or That's the Way that also had a really good positive vibe and a good beat. So I'm really <laughs> I'm really <laughs> grateful that I've had a career that's mostly had uh, been all about a lot of positive music. Mm. It just makes it just makes life easier and it makes me it makes me happy. Well, Katrina, long may it continue. But uh, before we sort of push into the future, can I take you back? You mentioned at the age of 16. Was there a fork in the road for Katrina at that age where you could have gone down a totally different route? I was just normally, I gravitated toward music because I loved it. It was my friend. We, I came from a very large family. My father was in the Air Force and we moved all the time. And radio was the link for us. And we used to record songs on the radio. And then I asked my parents for a guitar. And then I tried to learn to play them. And, you know, me and my sisters, we'd sit around and sing. And it was, it just, it brought us joy, you know. It, and it was a comfort to us as well. Because it was, there was always the upheaval. And people listening mm. or come from a military family will know you're always having to get up and pack everything up and leave all your friends and start all over somewhere. What helped me start all over somewhere was walking into school with a guitar. And people are like, okay, cool, can you play that? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so you end up in your breaks or at lunchtime playing the guitar and singing. And it was something that drew people in and, and made you popular, basically. I mean, I know a lot of men get into the music business because they think they're going to get lots of chicks. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, you know, I did it because it was a great comfort to me, and I, I did want to find a way of breaking the ice with people. And that initial spark, Katrina, from, from that age then, what, did, you, did you start taking part in, in perhaps some, some open mic sessions? Or did you, how, was, how did you, like water, how did you f find your way through the brickwork in order to make that first breakthrough? Well, my parents were uh, strict Catholics, so they always sent us up to the church choir and to wherever we moved, we had to go up and join the church choir. And the church choirs at the time were kind of cool, sort of progressive, and they were playing kind of folky music. Mm. And um, was I was just turning some of those into something a little bit cooler. And it just it kind of, it kind of progressed from there. Obviously, put a band together with some high school friends called Mama's Cook and played loads of cover versions of stuff and just was always in a band, always wanted to be in a band. And I got lucky meeting up with some two English guys from Cambridge and my friend from high school. And we put together the waves. And somebody later on said, well, you got a girl in the group? That's a really unusual thing. You should put the girl's name in there. So then we just we tagged on the Katrina right. and the waves bit. Because we just thought more people would come to our show, right? And can I ask? Um, 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 during that time, um, it couldn't it couldn't have all been plain sailing. Were there what would what would you say would have been your inspiration when things weren't quite going right? What did you cling to? Was it was it the music yourself, or was it uh, other people in the industry and the way that they dealt with uncertain times? I looked at my heroes, and I still do now when I'm really nervous about going on stage. I think of Deborah Harry standing in the wings, Chrissy Hines standing in the wings the sisters from the band Heart, uh, Linda Ronstadt, Emmylou Harris, all of the women that I loved and listened to, Bonnie Raitt. And I just think, well, 
there's a sisterhood there and I'm part of it and I'm not going to let anybody down. They all felt exactly the same way. And if they did it, I can do it. It's a strong, positive mental attitude then. Yes, it helps. <laughs> and what do, you, what do you say, Katrina? Now, uh, if you can picture the sort of um, up-and-coming uh, sort, of, sort of artists that we've got at the moment and the world that they're now going into with all of the, the various streams and what they can do with their music, uh, would you like to have been around in, the, in this sort of area starting out now or do you think it's a more difficult route with, with the way in which things are or are things now of a benefit for young artists? Well, what we called organic back in the day was was really dirts and and root and roots and sloughing around dirty old clubs and playing for no money whatsoever and terrible hours and smelly dressing rooms. If you were lucky enough to get one, it was very, very, very physical, very visceral. And now I think that it's uh, it's a little bit more calculated and clean, and they probably don't have to deal with as many stinking. Dirty <laughs> backstage dressing rooms. <laughs> and now, can I talk, uh, Katrina? Of course, a uh, big animal lover, big pet lover. Uh, tell us all about uh, about your world with animals. My world with animals pretty much revolves ar- around one little yes. white toy poodle <laughs> called Peggy Lee. Absolutely, who's si- sitting here right now. And obviously, I've written a couple of books: Peggy mm. Lee Loves London and another book about Cornwall, all involving the poodle. Because I just thought, it, well. You don't want to look at me in a, photographs of me in a book. And here's my favorite pub. Here's my favorite coffee shop. It's got to be the poodle. And I, she loves it. If I, you know anything say, about poodles, you know they love it. And you'd say you're inseparable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's <laughs> al- she's always there. She she knows when when a certain pair of boots come out, uh-huh. then we're going to do a show. And she's a good girl. She loves it. She's just come running in the room. Oh, Hi. <laughs> Hello, hello. So, uh, so we're at, we're at this juncture now. You've got um, the, the current album, Hearts, Loves, and Babies. So that's uh, that's the current album, and of course, Holiday is on the way. Uh, how is the rest of the year shaping up for you, Katrina? How how do you think you will play the, the the latter part of spring and into the summer? Are there projects galore on the horizon? How are you going to play it out? Yeah, when the sun shines, then my phone rings, Jonathan, and that's what it's what we're talking about right now. Lots of festivals, '80s festivals. I'm doing quite a few um, outdoor shows and some clubs, and obviously uh, the usual whatever's attached to Eurovision. That those sort of activities, '80s shows, those sorts of things. And we've got a lot of ground to make up for. You know, mm. for two years there were gigs, and they kept saying. We're going to have to postpone to 22. We're going to have to postpone to 23. So everything keeps getting put off. And so we're playing catch up. And then with all the new stuff coming in, it's busy, busy, busy. And that suits me just fine. So I got to get my confidence. I got to get my mojo back here, you know. So enough sitting on the couch, enough enough sweatpants already. (laughs) Can I ask, uh, is there a bucket list, Katrina? Do you have do you have one of those that, that there are still things that you wish to achieve? No, not a single thing, because whatever I planned for and looked forward to and thought that was thought something was going to be so meaningful to me, I assure you, if I got down to doing it, I'd think, meh. <laughs> I mean, what I'm doing is pretty good, and I'm, I'm very happy with this, and um, it, it keeps me 
out of trouble, you will. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to offer me too many opportunities. Oh, right. It's like that, is it? Yeah, we're going to rein you back in. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's talk about the track that we're about to play. Now, that's, of course, holiday. And we're celebrating this, this, this wonderful anniversary that we've got, the 25th anniversary. And uh, where was the inspiration behind this particular track? Inspiration was that I really wanted to write something that was joyful, that was exuberant, that had a really easy course that everybody could sing and to come back with something really joyful that might remind people a little bit of a Eurovision song or just a song that would work in a pub or in a stadium and would would bring joy, bring a smile and get people singing because singing is actually really, really good for you. It brings mm. out all the endorphins and, and makes you feel happy. Now, at this particular juncture, Katrina, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you very much indeed for sparing the time to talk to us here at GTFM this afternoon. It's very kind of you. And normally I would say to the guests, I say, well, where do we go to find out more about you? I don't think we can get away from you, can we? You're all over the place. There's no, there's no, there's no escape from Katrina. Is there a particular a, a site or something you'd like to direct uh, our listeners to? Sure, I would just go to Katrina's web. Right. com and you'll find all the usual stuff you need to know there that will lead you to Insta and all this other fancy stuff. Wonderful. Katrina, it's been an absolute pleasure this afternoon. Thank you very much for your time. We'll play Holiday next. Katrina, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you once again. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan. Take care. Bye all, now. All the very best.